Alright, loves. Abigail Brooklyn podcast jingle take three. It's four. Take four. Four four for the big score, and we're rolling. The Brooklyn crew drinking Brooklyn brews in a Brooklyn podcast for you. Alright, cut lads, I think we've got it. Hi, here here with Jacob on the uh, Monday evening coronavirus special. Coming at you live from Brooklyn, New York. We're here in the self-quarantine part of our little slice of heaven. (laughs) Hey guys, welcome back to Brooklyn. Uh, God, I always go with like a super fake voice right in the beginning. Hey guys! guys. (laughs) Welcome back to my channel. First time listener, first time caller. (laughs) Um, Welcome to my bedroom, by the way. Oh yeah, we're in your bedroom, and you're in your bedroom, in your bedroom. Yeah, we wow. are loving your bedroom. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the dining room. Now. Uh, Claire, it's this... super nice as a dining room. You can share my bed with me when you get here. No. <laughs> this week, um... the podcast that's kind of damaged. Oh no! Hear me out here. Uh, the podcast that still wants to get Coney twenty twelve. The first Coney 2012 true crime podcast. The podcast that didn't have to solve quarantine because they never go outside anyways. <laughs> this week, we are going off of a another um, fan email that wrote in. So, Joe from Michigan, uh, you're a lucky winner this week, seeing as... You are the only other person that's written into the podcast, and it really means a lot to us that you've done so. Um, so we've actually brought in uh, one of our good friends. You've heard him before. Um, Nolan has made Hi, his second I'm appearance. Back. Nolan from Texas, you're on the line. <laughs> Welcome to the big league, kid. I'm going to try not to big league you. We also have uh, Blair in his self-quarantine. Hello, welcome to my quarantine dojo. I have, uh, I'm working on patenting the first kind of quarantine karate, uh, and I will fight this virus to the death. <laughs> we, uh, we also have, uh, Jacob. Season's greetings. And Zach. This is my 10th episode, so I'm really excited <laughs> to celebrate. And I'm Maddie. Um, this week... We are drinking the dirty basket, bastard. I don't understand why it you keep saying it. Doesn't make sense, and it doesn't have to make sense. Okay, but it makes sense. It doesn't make sense up here, but it makes sense in here. So we're drinking the dirty baskets. Um, the dirty bastard shit. The dirty, <laughs> dirty baskets. We weren't allowed to... Hello, guys, guys, you gotta respect the beer title. This week on Brooklyn, we're gonna be drinking the Founders Dirty Bastard. (laughs) Thank you, Nolan. (laughs) Scotch-style ale. This week on Brooklyn, we're gonna be drinking the Austin Powers Fat Bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, baby, get in my belly! Hey Blair, when was the last time you like spoke out loud to people? Uh, yeah, so I had a you know uh, work does these things where they like it's like sell, sort of like a mandatory fun. 
Um, today I had a virtual happy hour with my coworkers. Um, and yeah, we just kind of sat and talked about how uh, we're all quarantined. Our office is closed for somewhere between two to five weeks. We're getting kind of conflicting reports. Um, but yeah, we're all going to be kind of just chilling in our homes alone uh, for quite a while. Um, so a number of us have cats. I do not have a cat. Um, might be worth so, looking into. Yeah, it might be. I have to. I have to be my own cat for the time being. So. <laughs> On that I note, I am pooping in piles of sand <laughs> and throwing up periodically. Um, he bites himself too. <laughs> course i can so uh this is founders dirty bastard it is a scotch style ale with an abv of 8.5 percent and 50 ibus according to foundersbrewing.com it has a uh, rate beer rating of 98 and they sell it year round their summary being so good it's almost wrong dark ruby in color and brewed with seven varieties of imported malts complex and finish with hints of smoke and peat paired with a multi richness and a right hook of hot power to give it the bad attitude that a beer named Dirty Bastard has to live up to. Aimed for the wee lads. So you said it's got a rank of 98 on the service. <clears throat> uh, is a... that like 98 out of 100 or is that like 98 like ranked overall? <laughs> what, how's, that, how's that coming? 98 out of 7? <laughs> I think it is it's out of really 100. High. Yeah, I would assume it's out of 100. Um, Founders is a brewery from the great city of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, all of our home states. So, sponsor. Um, it was uh, founded in 1996. And this is actually one of their award-winning uh, beers. It is the 23rd largest overall overall brewery, but in uh, 2014, uh, they had another brewery purchase a minority stake in it, so it's no longer considered a craft brewery. Huh. Fun fact. What are they considered now? Just a brewery. Yeah, so uh, if I'm not mistaken, they were purchased by a Spanish interest, is that correct? Yes, the Spanish brewing company, Majao San Miguel. Yeah, so I guess the way that uh, distribution laws work uh, is that um, you basically have to have uh, somebody in Europe that's established to distribute alcohol there. And so what a lot of the American companies do is they uh, sell like minority or even sometimes I think majority portions of their uh, holdings to a European company. So that's why you have like a lot of... um, the uh, big breweries here that are partnered with, like, I think it's like InBev, and there's another one. Hmm. So there's like a lot of they're like Belgian, hmm. uh, Belgian companies, I think. Interesting. Hmm. Blair, I think that's the most beer educated thing that anybody said on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I used to know a guy on the inside, so. Uh, I'm reading now in, uh, in August 2019, uh, that same Spanish brewery purchased an additional 60%, so it's 90% owned by this brewery. Wow. Um, the uh, the uh, founders Stevens and Engbers own five percent each. Um, so it's really 
We're, we're just drinking Spanish beer at this point. It's an import. <clears throat> so this is our first import <laughs> beer. St- imported straight to Michigan, from Michigan, to Spain, back Thanks to Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> so being as uh, knowledgeable as the uh, Raiders on rate beer... I expect this to get an equal score equivalent to that of a 98 out of 100. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, should we crack it open? Ooh. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Ooh. It smells good. Oh, my. It kind of smells like pita bread. Someone tells me it's not what they were going for. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. 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 That has a complex taste. That's right, so Zach, first impressions. It's good. Um, it tastes dark ruby in color. It's 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 a little bit lighter than a stout. It tastes like on the on the back end, but it has the smoothness of a stout on the front end. I really like the the initial like how it goes down. It lets you know it's there once you've swallowed it, but like it goes down smooth. You get a nice waft of pita bread right before you take a drink. You can taste the complexity, like Maddie said. There are a variety of flavors. All right, Jacob. Okay. Um, this is as an ale, thick and bitter. Mm-hmm. It's thick. Um, I don't mind bitter as a uh, flavor or um, a sensation I get while drinking these. Uh, and it's got a... a uh, tingy aftertaste kind of just hangs there for a second before going away. It lets you know it's there. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, <clears throat> I I know what it's aiming for, and it does it well. Is is um, and I'll I guess my that's your personal opinion whether you like that or not. So, Maddie, um, I was surprised. I was surprised by how like many different tastes it went through mm-hmm. um, so quickly. Um, I, I I think my initial taste isn't going to be as high as I, init- I thought. Um, I'm not a huge fan of scotch and I feel like that's heavy in this drink. The scotch ale? Yeah. Heavy on the scotch? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel like scotch is going to be a pretty um, prominent part of the scotch ale. But I do like how many flavors it went through. It was a very interesting ride. Um, if if I had to um, take words from Nolan mouth, Nolan's mouth. If I had to take words from Nolan's mom. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Nolan's mom um, and her words. And I would say it is a very... What was it round or full? Full body. Full body taste. It was a full body feel, actually. Mm. Yeah. This baby's got handles. <laughs> <laughs> Nolan, what about you? Um. Well, yeah, I I I, I would say that I agree with everything everybody said. Um, it does have that that nice um full mouth feel of of a stout. Um, it, you can taste that, um, 50 IBU, it, it does have a little bit of that bitterness on it, um, but, uh, it reminds me a lot of an Irish whiskey, actually, um, 
like that that subtle peat note um, that gives like Tullamore Dew its flavor. I I really enjoy that. Um, so I can definitely see why it's it's rated so highly in in the online community. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think overall I, I enjoy the the first impression. Are you trying to tell me that IBU stands for something and it wasn't just they picked a bunch of random numbers and be like, let's put a number in front of this thing? No, no, that, that's what happened. Okay. But, but it, it, it describes the um, it describes the bitterness of the, of the beer. Okay, so it's <laughs> I couldn't, 50 I couldn't bitter. have anything on you. <laughs> You're trying to tell me that it is the bitterness of a 50-year-old man who has been quarantined to his house without a cat for the last week while unable to go to work for the next two to five weeks? That's actually... <laughs> a 50-year-old uh, man? <laughs> Blair, we're yeah, not talking because, about you. That, that's where the 50 comes from. Is that your best guess? <laughs> that's Blair, a terrible guess. I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about another friend of mine um, <laughs> in Canada. His name is... Blaine. <laughs> he so, runs a fire type gym. Uh, I don't think we've actually <laughs> talked about this on the podcast yet, but an IBU is an international bitterness unit, and they've got this very convenient table here for uh, the ranges of IBUs in certain beers. Um, a 30 to 50 is a pale ale, um, and a stout can be from 30 to 90. So I think this is somewhere in between the two, which makes sense. Yeah. All right. Um, Brooklyn, yeah. we, we rate on the Schmeckeldorf seven-point scale or whatever the hell like the name you called it on the uh, first episode. The Likert scale? <laughs> That's the one. For the man Roman Likert, uh, <laughs> who invented crack cocaine. I do, I do enjoy it. Um, let's give it a five seven five. Almost fantastic, but not quite. Yep. All right. I'm gonna go with a four nine. Due to uh, your um, dislike of scotch. Yes. Yeah. Zach, I'm going with a five point three. Yeah, I appreciate this beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to stay friends with it. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I want to stay friends with it, and I and I uh, respect it as a beer. You're just not really sure if it's going to go any farther than tonight? Yeah, I just don't want to take it to the next level. Yeah, you don't want to bring her home to meet your parents. Certainly not. She's a dirty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so, although... Um, so, I would, I would give this probably a 4.7. This week, uh, we got an email. Um, it was titled, Are You Still Taking Email Topic Suggestions? <laughs> and by Joe Joe, we are. He says, I listen to a lot of Dungeons & Dragons podcasts. I've reached a point where I'm nearly exhausted my usual go-tos and thought of starting a whole new podcast with hundreds of hours of content seems like a chore. So my request can you take an episode to discuss what the crew would look like as a D&D party and what adventures you would go on so that I can get my fix without committing to another RPG-themed podcast? It's okay if you're not familiar with D&D. In fact, it's probably better if you aren't. 
Who is this? Joe from Michigan. Oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. How little you know. Can we make him from New Zealand? Yeah. Hey, Joe from New Zealand. Glad you mailed into the podcast. We appreciate your feedback. But instead of it being Joe from New Zealand, could it be Joe from New Zealand? (laughs) (laughs) Well, like a pre-recording. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Joe from New Zealand. (laughs) So, Joe from New Zealand. Um... We actually, um... Sorry to break the bubble here, but... We are all actually in a D&D group with uh, Nolan as our uh, mighty and fearless leader. Um, so, not saying that we're good at it. Um, we haven't really made it far. And uh, most uh, times we play, it's just our characters trying to be pirates and uh, not actually doing anything. Well, we, we've, taken, we've taken a bit of a different arc... Uh, it recently, I think we're st- we've strayed away from the pirates officially, and we're on to the um, desert Arabian Nights theme. Oh, okay. So, I hear I hear what you're saying, but this wasn't a question about our yeah. So, D&D. so who are oh? I think it's about if the Brew Crew were a D&D group, what would we be? So now I feel like none of these characters are going to be the same as the character Because I feel like I would not be trying to start a cult at every opportunity that I get and would only have a few personalities, not a lot of different mm-hmm. personalities, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So when you guys actually first asked me, do I want to uh, be a part of this podcast, I thought it was because we were trying to start a cult. So... <laughs> I feel a slightly misled here. I think Joe, uh, Zach makes a good point. Joe was from New Zealand. Joe was messaging us with the idea of just making one up on the spot. Who we would be, yeah, in the in the. And this gives Nolan the opportunity to do it because normally he's the DM. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. None of you fucks will DM. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. If you were... If we were D&D characters. Okay, first of all, Maggie, let's start with you because oh you're just directly across from me. Based on your Brooklyn persona, persona right, as you're, I t- from from what I see, you're you're the bit of the, uh, the um, master of ceremonies, right? You yeah. You try to just direct the conversation because you're the one that has to edit all this shit. Try is the key yes. word. Yeah. So, I'm figuring you'd be more of the group leader. Okay. So, who would you be? Race, class. Man, I had enough troubles. Just a quick item slot. I had yeah. enough troubles making my first character be- and then I made him entirely wrong because I thought he was a tiny gremlin man. Oh, no, yeah, talk about that. Guys, is is it bad that the player's handbook was within <laughs> arms <laughs> Do I have a problem? So Nolan would be a wizard. Uh, Nolan, what would you be? I mean, but based on the 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 knowledge um, and the the, uh, I like to think I'm fairly upbeat attitude I've 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 shown thus far. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm probably a halfling wizard. Mm. Um, Going around just, just you know, a, a connoisseur of drink and uh, and fine lore throughout the realm. 
I feel like a wizard seems true to form to you. You know, like, there's significant effort put in a lot, like, a variety of places. Wizards are somewhat eclectic in, like, oh, you've made your own home brews. Or, oh, you understand how paper works. Or, oh, <laughs> you have the D&D handbook right next to you. Um, and you've read it. Whereas we know what some of the classes are and some of the races are. Plus, I feel like wizards just kind of like appear and disappear, and that's how Nolan's like appearances on the podcast are. You're sometimes he's here, sometimes he's not. You're often whispered about, but rarely cited. Spoken in hushed tones. <laughs> so Nolan's the halfling wizard, and uh, Blair is the um, the dwarf with the giant. Axe. Yeah, Blair, what I class think, would you I be? think in the context of the show, I'd probably be a bard. Okay, so you've got a... What, I try to make jokes. What kind of instrument? Most of them aren't funny. I'm pretty useless. I don't actually drink the beers. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I like that. He, he's, he's the bard who's performing for a drunk audience. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, how does that make you feel when Blair says that the bard is pretty useless? Joe, I'm also asking you how it makes you feel when Blair says that bards are pretty useless. Oh, you don't know Joe. Well, let's be honest here. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, as a resident bard expert, uh... <clears throat> yeah, no, I constantly feel useless, so that's okay. <laughs> I'd say that's pretty uh, on the nose, which is, I think, why bards tend to do the most nonsense, because... Well, they gotta do something. <laughs> hey. Um, we've got Nolan, who's a halfling wizard. Blair, who's a dwarf bard. Maddie, what about you? Real quick, knowing the elves are tall, <laughs> slender, beautiful creatures... Yeah, you would not be a Keebler elf. Not the short, kind of stubby ones that are frequently so, found in trees with cookies. So for those <laughs> of you who had never played D&D before, I just want you to listen and agree with me. <laughs> I had never played D and D before. Or I am looking directly into my into the mic. I hope you hear me. <laughs> I had never played before. When you picture an elf, you picture a tiny. I always pictured a man, like like the gnomes in the gnome movie. I pictured <laughs> them because elves are small. Have you seen Disenchantment? Elves are small. They are compact and they are small. So, my character is an elf. And I was thinking I was very small. Just really good at fighting and sneaking in and out of places. Um, it was later revealed to me that I was incorrect. Elves are not small. They are rather tall and gorgeous. And I went through about three weeks of playing D&D of um, major identity crisis. You so, know what you were in our current D&D sessions, but what do you think you'd be now? Maybe a paladin? What are those? They're like... They're magic. They're, they're holy. No, she's not a paladin. Yeah, you're right. Hey! <laughs> that hurts. She's a bad girl. <laughs> I what? didn't say that. <laughs> No, no, someone that doesn't have a lot of balance in their life. <laughs> yeah, curbs give you issues. 
<laughs> Might I suggest a warrior? Just a basic human warrior? Tanky? Like a, no, like a guy just like with a what? What's a guy with a lot of armor? I think she's our paladin. She's she's the one who's trying to trying to keep it orderly and together. Yeah, definitely the lawful. Warrior do that, though? Lawful for sure. Not sure if it's lawful good or lawful neutral, but like definitely a, like, lawful. Like a former captain of the City Watch, you know? <laughs> captain James I'm Jimmy Hawk? I'm a neighborhood watch. <laughs> well, not that. Not, no. There's a difference, okay? You're like the actual people that patrol the streets, not the people that call the people that patrol the streets. <laughs> okay. Okay? No, I'll, I'll just be a paladin, but like a pretty shitty one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you can't say those kinds of words as a paladin. <laughs> okay, I would be a paladin, and my weapon is... Love. <laughs> <laughs> the power of friendship. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do our design ratings. Yeah. Um... Ah, yes. Alright, I'm looking at the label online, too. Oh, yeah. I see. So we got the plaid. Um, we got the guy wearing the hat. Oh, but what you can't see Ooh, is, got a nice beard. Uh, is the little message inside. Okay. Oh, you can't see that either on this. Okay. It's brewed for us. Yeah, like Scotch-style ale. Okay, so I guess I'll start. Uh, we've got... You know, honestly, I'm not that big a fan of this design. The only thing I, I do like is uh, the text on the inside of the bottle. Um, the, the bottle cap, excuse me. Um, when you pop it off, it just says brew for us. Um, I don't know, I just think it's neat. And uh, outside of that, though, I'm not a fan of the font. Um, Do you like the bottle itself? It's a little bit different. The bo the bottle itself, uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's like a bit more thick. It's got some handles on it. <laughs> Damn it! Um, two C's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she she she's got some uh, some meat on her. Some something to. This isn't a boneless, skinless. Uh, bottle. Yeah. Cool. This is All right. In. So, I have the same feeling that Jacob does about the label itself. Um, I think what they're going for is like old and it's got like this old man plaid feel. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's like scotch seems like an old man drink. Um, but, that being said, the bottle itself is cool. It has, like, raised print for Founders Brewing Company on it. Um, and it's, like, short and squat like an old man. Um, I love the design so much, and I don't know you. why. Uh, I felt like I needed to step in, too. Yeah. Because I really enjoy it. So, we got this guy who's clearly Scottish, and he's got that little hat. But he kind of looks like if a, a lion were personified um, in picture form. With the way it's drawn, it just sort of like meshes into the plaid, which is like, you know, I've never seen Braveheart, but I've heard stories about it. It fits the flavor of 
the label design fits the flavor of the beer and I can't put it into words but the DM who runs me probably can I think those words yeah no the the, the I really like the label um you've got the the central picture um of the Scotsman the dirty bastard who's who's still just just making his way um as as you know this 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 fine aroma PD beer um but then if you look outside of the the initial square um it's got the the like classic green yellow and red plaid um that cascades out to the end of the label and like it, it's it's that subtle bit of texture that if I if I wouldn't have been here right now I never would have noticed it but it just you know it it, it really adds to the whole the whole aesthetic of, of the experience the beer is trying to give you um, so Zach I, I think we should try and say our numbers at the same time okay well that's gonna make for terrible right. recording you got your number yeah 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 <laughs> okay. all right on three one two three six, six point four <laughs> okay. All right. cool. okay wait Blair I don't know what the highest mm, number I one. gave design so far but this is my favorite design thus far and so I wanted to make sure I was above anything else that I've given I feel like if I recall correctly has this always been the label for Dirty Bastard yeah that I can remember at oh, least in the last five years. They, they also have Backwoods Bastard. Yeah, and I confuse it. Okay. I enjoy both labels. I think both are fine and good. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a little different than what you get on most of the labels you see. Um, and, you know, it's got the whole, like, Scotch, uh, Scotland kind of theme going, you know? And... Um, so, yeah, I'm going to rate this one pretty highly. Uh, I, too, will give it a 6.2. I'm going to give it a 4.2. All right, Jacob, who do you think you would be? Um, okay. Yeah, I can't think of anything for you either. I've got a thought. I don't have a thought on race, but I have a thought on class. <laughs> Well, why don't we... Interesting. <laughs> Take that one out of context. Uh, I want to say elf, but because I want to say elf, I don't think I'm an elf. So... Whoa, you're whoa, tall you, and you beautiful? Could, you could be our, our elvish artificier. Because oh. you're the tech guy. Oh, I'm the tech you, guy. You're the man who comes in with the libraries and on libraries of information. Oh God, if I'm the tech guy, we're... Not only does he know way more than us about beer, but he also knows way more than us about D&D. <laughs> way more than us about ourselves. That too. Uh, alright, sure. I will, I will be, I will be the artist. No, I'm not gonna let you tell me what class I am, alright? That's for Zach to decide. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think... Strings. Uh, I think I'd be a rogue... Uh, an elven rogue. 
Um, mostly because uh, I probably talked the least on this podcast because uh, if I talked as much as everyone else, we wouldn't have usable audio. So, um, and I couldn't keep a day job. Yeah, because then <laughs> would be spending her entire time editing. But uh, I think I like to think rogues talk the least because they're busy being sneaky. Zach. Okay, I'm torn, cause like my character is already a tiefling sorcerer, you know, with multiple personalities and high highs and oh, low that's lows. You are? Yeah. Oh. Um, but <laughs> my. But me here in the Brooklyn podcast, um, I don't... We can have two bards. I don't feel like a sorcerer in this podcast, you know? No. I'm definitely not. No? Yeah, I feel more like, you know, the... Okay, you know how we picked up a boat? So Zach's an NPC. Yeah, I feel kind of like a boat. Honestly, man... Zach's like an NPC that follows you around and talks to you without being prompted. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I feel. You just picked him up on the side of the road. You carried me with you because you're like, no, we have to bring this boat with us out of some sense of duty. And now here I am. So I kind of feel like my role in this podcast is an NPC that you can't get to shut up. When when the DM is so mad at his players because they won't follow his, like, designed arc and just the hours that he spent planning it were ruined because they wanted to pretend to be pirates on the seas. Um, And so he makes a character that just keeps on talking just to irk the other the the people playing is that, that what's happening right that now? feels like my okay. role in this podcast that's never happened what are you guys talking about <laughs> don't be crazy so drinkability i want to like this beer i really do because it's like a darker beer, and I love darker beers. It's just so much scotch. I haven't made it through half of one, mostly because I'm on painkillers, so I'm taking it easy. But, um... Do we want to update the podcast listeners on what happened, Maddie? Curb. Painkiller? I hardly know her. The curb <laughs> happened, Jacob. Once again... Do you want to update Nolan on what happened? <laughs> uh, the curb uh, happened, Nolan. We, um... We decided to get out of the apartment on Saturday after being cooped up. Um, so Jacob and I went to the local pub for a beer, listened to some nice Irish music, and um, some nice folk music. Some nice folk music. I stayed home and played video games. Yep, he did. <laughs> um, and then we got a little bit more than we bargained for outside because I fell um, off of a curb. And uh, broke my ankle again. This is growing on me. Like, the the drinkability is growing on me. I know. I'm surprised, too. But the while the complexity that Maddie mentioned at the beginning of the podcast remains, it doesn't detract from my ability to get drink it. Jacob, what about you? Yeah, I think, uh, I think this would be a beer... 
best had one time in an evening for me. I am staring at my second one, and uh, I'm not looking forward to the prospect of finishing it. And I'm excited for the third. So, yeah, that's going to be a personal preference, I think, at this point. Uh, I I thought the uh, aftertaste would go away after some time, but it hasn't. It's gotten stronger, if yeah. anything. I think this has very high drinkability. I, I, man, this is just a polarizing beer. Um, because I, I think this is a very drinkable beer. Um it it's got that that fullness to it. Um, it it goes down smooth. It's got that little that little hint of bitter at the end. Um, that like as as I'm, I'm not crazy about bitterness in beers, but I'm a big coffee drinker. It it kind of reminds me of that. It's got the that which yeah, Maddie, I'm. I, I disagree with you. I'm a, I'm a scotch drinker. Um, How dare you? <laughs> it, 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 it reminds me... It, it reminds me of Irish whiskey. And I... I enjoy it a lot. Um, so I think on drinkability... Although, to, to your guys' point, I, I don't think this is a beer that you drink all night. Um, it will absolutely hit, hit its point where it's like, ooh, I... I I'm a full boy. Um, I, I, I got to put this down. Um, so I think on drinkability, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a five, five, one. Uh, Maddie? Four. Even four, you are entirely neutral about the drinkability. You could not care either way. If this if this beer's drinkability fell off a bridge and died tomorrow, you would just be like, "Huh, eh, well, got <laughs> it coming." Three point eight. I would take it off a bridge. All right, so you think you would nudge it? I would give it a little. You think it's subpar? I do. Just the drinkability. I mean, it's it's just. I think it's brewed really well. It's. I, I, I want to like it. I just don't. <laughs> In terms of, like, a drinkability throughout the whole night, you're right, it drops down. So I would give it a 5.3. From my, my first sip, the flavor has just... I've enjoyed it throughout the entirety of this second beer. But Founders, if you want us to give a drinkability score for across a larger number of beer just provide us with the next beer you want us to yeah. drink uh, by and the way, we will do that fantastic founders you can contact us at no, it's brooklyncrew at gmail.com b-r-e-w-k-l-y-n crew at gmail.com or on instagram uh, we will tag you in it and it's brew.clin uh, brew spelled like the beer brewing and clin not spelled like clinton <laughs> it's true. Um, it's good that we did that uh, before mine. Uh, yeah, so uh, this is making it all very confusing. I'm so sorry, but I am drunk. I'm just gonna. I'm going to get. 
I'm going to give this a uh, drinkability of a 2.7. Wow, you are just Jesus, you're slaughtering this baby <laughs> with a machete. <laughs> Mouthfeel! <laughs> <laughs> that really got blur. <laughs> G-M-A-I-L. All right. Uh, let's start with you, Maddie. Where do you where do you stand on mouthfeel with this? Let's give us a give us a nice visual um, picture evoking description. Do oh. you stripkin about it? Or the stripkin? <laughs> Okay, well, let me paint you a picture of my mouth right now. Okay. Paint with your mouth. <laughs> it's a fucking war zone. <laughs> oh my. Okay, now, to be fair, um, I, I don't think... Uh, little disclaimer, uh, some of us um, on this podcast have given this beer low ratings. And um, let's just be clear that a lot of this is personal preference. Yeah, so... I don't... In fact, all of it is. <laughs> That's what this podcast is. <laughs> the entirety of the podcast is a soapbox for our preferences. The, yeah, the four listeners... Uh, distill down the uh, crux of any show that rates anything, personal preference would be it. <laughs> uh, different strokes for different folks. <laughs> Which is why we average everything. So your use of the term distill there was fantastic. I just <laughs> love that. Now, Maddie, back to you. My mouth doesn't like scotch. It either... Uh, hmm, yeah. It actually... Maggie. Yeah. Did you just call uh, me Maggie? <laughs> Maggie. Uh, Mackie. M-A-C-K-I-E. Um, <laughs> do you like any kind of hard liquors? Yeah. Like, could you drink any of them on yeah. the rocks, like straight? So, like, yeah. what, what, uh, what do you do? You like whiskey? Um, I do. I like whiskey, and I like, I, I like tequila shots. Okay. Um, as any girl does. Wow. Whoa, I like tequila. Tequila is delicious. As any DM. Does. And if that makes me a white bitch, <laughs> I accept it. <laughs> That makes me the NPC of a white bitch. <laughs> so my mouth doesn't like scotch. And this beer has gotten more... I say beer because I still haven't made it through an entire one. Um, that's right, Mom. I'm only drinking one beer. <laughs> B-R-E-W-K-L-Y-S. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Zach, that might be your best joke. I know. <laughs> and it's gonna get cut. That's the worst part. <laughs> Alright, I'm just. That's all I've got to say. I just don't. I, my mouth doesn't really like it. It's got more better. Jacob? Zach? I agree that the mouthfeel on this beer isn't great. I've really liked a lot of this beer. I've really loved the design. That the mouthfeel. It's it's it feels too aggressive for how smooth the beer is. Um, so, <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> yeah. Um. I feel like I gotta take my mouth to a car wash <laughs> and wash it. Um. That made sense. Yeah. Uh. I I just don't. Um. So. 
I went on a date with uh, this beer, and we had a good time. I um, thought you had big news for us, man. <laughs> <laughs> <Did you laughs> I was really excited to hear the story. You've given it uh, twos across mm, the board. For luck is what saying, you did not have a good time. <laughs> Give me this, this a second a to explain it, all right? It's a good date in the sense I, that you went on a date. I went on a date with this beer. The first date was fine. I had a nice first date. We had a good time. I went on a second date. Didn't like it quite as much. Let's say I hypothetically keep going on these dates. I start to feel like something's wrong with this beer. And I can feel it in my gut, or in this case, my mouth. <laughs> Alright, Nolan, what, what do you got? Um, I'm going to have to be the odd man out here, because... I, I really like the mouthfeel. Um, it, 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 it has that fullness to it, um, that, that smooth body, um, that nice just just sits in your mouth and hangs there for a second that is, is indicative of the, the, the stout note that we've been hitting all night. Um, yeah, the mouthfeel is just nice. Um, it's unique, and I think it. I think it. Add, I think it adds to the experience of the beer. So number wise, I, I think I'm gonna have to give this mouth feel. Let's go with a six three. Wow, that's Maddie. What do you give this mouth feel? A three seven. I give it a three four. Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna give this mouthfeel a one point five. All right, so we've got our ratings in. Maddie, what do you think you gave this beer? A th- three seven. No, you gave this beer a four point one five. You were just slightly above totally lukewarm on the beer as an experience. Zach. 5.117. You gave this beer a 5.03. No! You thought you thought it was you thought it was great. You thought it was great on the verge of being very, very good. Nolan, where did you give this beer? Um, oh, I, I probably gave it like a five, eight, nine. But Jacob, pull off that curtain. Yeah, survey says Nolan, you gave this beer a five point six two five. Um, I was so wrong. You thought this was a, uh, a genuinely great beer. You enjoyed it. You enjoyed. Uh, Every aspect of it. What did Jacob give it? Oh, oh no! This is gonna make me sad. <laughs> I'm in the he same boat, Nolan. He's under three. Two point six. Because of the weighting factor, I'm gonna guess three point four two. Three one. I gave this beer a three point zero one. <laughs> I, <was so> close. <laughs> I 
I thought this beer uh, at best was subpar. Um, what do we think we gave this beer weighted combined? Real quick, what did Blair give this beer? What did he think he gave oh, it? Oh, Blair, what do you think you gave this beer? I've been patiently waiting. I gave it a 6.2. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what? hesitation? Once again... Wait, 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 Jacob, did he get it right? <laughs> Once again, he got it on the nose. Uh, this is uh, 100% success rating. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just don't know how he does it. He's a savant. He's a genius. I'm waiting for the moment he gets just too much tea in his system and can't quite do the math. All right, the average rating between all of us. What did we give this beer? 4.5. Nolan? Um, Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I, I, I think we're going to go below. I think we're going to go with a 4.3. 4. 4.7. 2. Uh, oh, Blair! Well, we're not, I'm, not, I'm not factoring in Blair. Okay. Um, are we, are we, how many of the, uh, the rule where if you go over, you lose, or it's just where it's closest? If you go over, you lose. No! Nolan, what did you give it? 4.3? 4.3. Okay, well then, Nolan's closest. Uh, we gave this a 4.45. What did I give it? You gave it a 4.5. 4. 5. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I was so close! <laughs> um, and I so, screwed myself! As, as a beer, we thought this was a pretty good beer. Uh, we thought uh, that overall, the, the drinkability uh, could have a little more work to do on. Uh, given the uh, the taste of it, we thought the initial taste was fantastic. The design, um, with a an exception of an anomaly, we thought it was very, very, very good, and uh, we were pretty average on the mouthfeel. So, uh, genuinely good beer. I think worth drinking again if we were to judge it as a group. I'm not sure if this is more decisive than the Austin East Ciders cider, pineapple cider. Divisive? Divisive, yeah, instead of decisive. Thank you. I'm not... Let me, let me quick get a new sound bit there. I'm not Two sure if this was... Two very disparate words. <laughs> I'm not sure if this was more divisive than the Austin East Ciders pineapple cider, but this... We had two people who really didn't like it and three people... I mean, two people who really liked it, and then Blair really loved the design. I think this was in the same boat of if it's a beer you like your first sip of, like really like it, you're going to enjoy the rest of that. But if it's one that you're like, oh, this is good, or even lukewarm about, it's just going to be on a downhill trend. I feel like we're probably... A good like bellwether in that front. I'm guessing the people who gave it a 98 on beerrating.com they bought liked it for it. a reason. They like they like scotch. And... They're probably craft beer aficionados, and uh, it hits just all beer of aficionados? when was it, it was when it was originally made. It was a craft beer. Um, yeah. Oh, that that. That was a very good summary. Call back to Austin East Ciders, Pineapple Cider. Zach, you gave this a 3.42. You were the lowest uh, rater, uh, as you could probably tell if you listened to our previous podcast. Um, I think 
uh, it's not necessarily more divisive. Uh, it's just one anomaly present. That's me in this case. In the last podcast, it was Zach. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it was. This was genuinely liked. I just just struck the wrong note with me. That's all. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, you know, not not, not everything is going to hit everybody. Yep. Absolutely. That's the truth, Joe. Thanks for writing in. Yeah, Joe, uh, we appreciate... Joe from New Zealand, we really appreciate the write-in, um, and we appreciate the, uh, the effort in which you go to, uh, to give us some more content to work with. So, anyone who else uh, that wants a topic talked about on the Brooklyn Podcast, you can contact us at... That's, that's your job. Oh. You've done this so many times. I know, but but every time. (laughs) Brooklyncrew at gmail.com. B-R-E-W-K-L-Y-N-C-R-E-W at gmail.com. G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. Goodbyes. Yeah, do we we have any closing thoughts and make them quick? Bart is a great Um, supporter. As a closing thought, I'd just like to say I want to shout out. Have a shout out for Zach. Um... I shouted you out last time, and I feel like I I need to do it this time. (laughs) And I gotta shout out for Nolan because I gotta shout him out every time because like this is my tenth episode, and it feels good. This has been the most fun <laughs> I've had in an episode, probably for all ten episodes. And I know Maddie, it's gonna make your life a living hell. Yeah. I was gonna say difficult, but oh, okay. my heart wanted to say hell. Yeah, yeah. Blair, Blair, any any closing thoughts? Um. Yeah. Uh, I hope that. Um, somehow this podcast gets picked up by all the people who are just desperately looking for content in their uh, prolonged quarantines. Um, we're here for you. We share your solitude. Um, specific shout out to uh, Lisa, my sister-in-law, who may or may not have the virus. Uh, hope she's doing all right. Sounds like she is. I think she's going to pull through. So that's the good news. Um, yeah, just uh, stay safe out there, people. Uh, shout out to all of the researchers, doctors, and volunteers that are currently dealing with the crisis that is uh, plaguing the world. Um, you are the uh, unsung heroes, and uh, stay safe. And now the sung heroes. Hero! Ah, uh, Zach, that might have made it in if you didn't have that <laughs> <laughs> I figured there was enough time between that she could cut, you know. (laughs) So, thanks for listening, guys. Um, From all of us at Brooklyn. And, uh, oh, hey, uh, once again, thanks for bringing me on, guys. Uh, I really appreciate the invite, and, uh, yeah, just uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, also, a recommendation for anybody out there uh, who may be into movies. I watched a Absolute banger this week. Top notch, must see film. Uncut Gems. His Girl Friday. What was uh, it? His Girl Friday? His Girl Friday. Okay. Starring Carrie Grant and Ooh. Rosalind Russell. Ooh, Grant. Uh, it's the story of um, a divorced couple who are both journalists in the New York uh, journalism scene. And um, it's about how uh, Cary Grant's character um, fights to keep Rosalind um, from leaving New York to go live upstate with her uh, fiancé to get married and live happily ever after. And it's quite funny. 
and I highly recommend it. It's from 1940. I think the director is Howard Hawks, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, mm-hmm. for the ladies out there, Cary Grant, incredibly handsome. And uh, for the fellas out there, Rosalind Russell, not a bad looker herself. So. Uh. <laughs> also, for those of you experiencing coronavirus cabin fever, Muppets Treasure Island has a whole song about cabin fever, and my roommates don't want to watch it on me, even though I have a, both a VCR and Muppets Treasure Island on VC VHS. <laughs> well thank you guys for listening i hope we provided at least some sort of entertainment um for your quarantine needs um i really hope you guys stay safe and um yeah so have a good week love you bye you stay classy san diego Let's hope this night won't end We'll share around and watch the beer go down in cozy Brooklyn